Hello and welcome to another episode of the RJM Podcast. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I've had a, a long break from podcasting, at least on this channel. But we are back. Some more sports design, sports uniform content coming your way uh, right now. Like I said, it's been a long time. We are back. We got some more content coming soon. And today joining me, my first and 10 co-host, somebody who's been on this show uh, so many times before. and He's coming on again, once again. Patrick Feltz from uh, Bloomington, Indiana. He is joining us to talk about the Washington football team. Good afternoon, Patrick. How are you? Hey, Reed. Uh, I remember when we planned to do this jersey in like September, August, something like that. There has not been a RJM podcast since I think July. Uh, and I would say that as the biggest fan of the RJM podcast, the guy who listens to the RJM podcast all the time, old episodes of the RJM podcast. When I was working at Home Field Apparel, which by the way, for you Jersey enthusiasts and you logo enthusiasts, has some great retro designs, homefieldapparel.com. So when I was working for them uh, this winter, I would listen to old episodes of the RJM podcast. It's a great show and it's great to have it back. You might as well call it the RJM and PJF podcast because I'm on here, you know, about as often as Reed. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, listen to some classic episodes with, with myself, with Reed, with Tommy Devine. Uh, it's good to be back here on the RJM. It really is. It feels great. Uh, it feels like we're kind of getting back into that golden era of podcasts uh, during uh, what was pretty much a national lockdown uh, from March to July, where we were just making podcasts left and right. Uh, me, you, Tommy, etc. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and being on the RJM podcast brings back good memories. So, I know we've got this episode today here about the Washington football team, but going forward, I, I can't wait for more episodes, and I know there will be some good ones. Good to be back. Yeah, and speaking of future episodes, uh, we've got some more content with Patrick coming up. Uh, we're doing a thing called the Jersey Swap. Essentially, we're both buying jerseys for one another, sort of uh, kind of like a mystery box kind of thing, um, and we're going to be doing an episode about that. Um, honestly, something that I recommend you all do. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool concept. Yeah, and we're going to be uh, talking about it on the show. We also I'm have sure some... there will be posts about it on the RJM Visuals account. Probably posts about it on the First and Ten account, our other podcast. Uh, and it's not just me and Reed. I'm actually doing the same thing with Tommy. I bought him a jersey. It's on the way. Reed's jersey actually shipped today. It is shipping from overseas though, so uh, we'll see how long it takes to get over here. Uh, I'm excited. Let's just say a, a little hint. Reads, if you're a listener of the first and 10, is of a player that he is very confident in going forward in college football. And Tommy's is of a player uh, who, let's just say, is Urban Meyer's least favorite player, at least of his very last season. A guy who may or may not have cost him a national championship. Yeah, and speaking of future content here in the RJM podcast, uh, you know, Nashville SC, my local team, my local MLS team, of, uh, I'm a huge fan of theirs. They just announced their new away jersey for this season. We're going to be doing some MLS content soon as, as more and more teams start to release their jerseys. Hopefully we can get an episode or two about that. Um, and obviously any sort of jersey news um, or new releases coming up, we will be sure to uh, cover it. The RJM podcast is back. Uh, and it's been a while, like you said. It, last time we had an episode, um, it was probably July. And, uh, you know, part of the reason the RJM podcast existed in the first place was just to give us something to do. Um, during COVID lockdowns and, you know, obviously with so many sports going on, uh, my own personal sports uh, in the last few months, 
taking up a lot of my time. I haven't had the most time to be putting out Jersey concepts, edits, podcasts, et cetera. Um, but hopefully as we move forward in these spring and summer months, uh, we're going to have a lot more content on uh, the RJM visuals. Instagram we'll be posting more often, uh, hopefully. So without further ado, today's episode, we're talking about the Washington football team. Now, three days ago, CBS reported that the Washington football team will announce a new name in 2022. Um, so one more year of the Washington football team, uh, is going to exist. And I mean, I guess technically their new name in 2022 could be the football team, but you've got to assume uh, they've got a new name uh, in place. They're not going to be the football team forever. Honestly, if you would have, if you would have told me this, when the name Washington football team first existed, I would be disappointed, but for a different reason than I'm disappointed right now. Um, about a year or so ago, if you would have told me they, they would be the Washington football team for two whole years, I would be like, you know, what the hell come up with a new name. The, what's going on here. But now I'm disappointed because I want the Washington football team to stay. I mean, it's, it's the most unique name in American sports, really. Um, and there's a lot of unique names, um, but football team, it's uniquely strange and it's, it's sort of foreign uh, to the American sports scene. And we'll get into this uh, soon in a second, but Patrick, do you agree with me? Do you want the football team to stay? I actually do. I, I've always been a fan of this name from the start. Uh, and I don't think that's a common thing. I think most people are like, football team, you have to have a name. You have to have some mascot that you're playing for. You, you have to have a fun name to be an American sports team. Says who? Says who? So I just like that this, it's different. It's very different. There, there is no other team that's just the football team. I mean, yeah, you get into soccer and, and so many of these teams nowadays – just throw FC or SC or soccer club on the end of it. It's, hey, it's let's like, not let's let's hold off here, okay? I'm a big Nashville SC fan. <laughs> uh, let's relax. Let's not go too hard on them. You know, but in that space, it's not exactly the most creative name ever because about every team under the sun's got that name. But in the NFL, everybody else is named after an animal or an object or a person or. Uh, I don't know, a, uh, an occupation, steel workers, meat packers. And then you've got a, another team named after, I guess, an occupation. They're football players, so what do you call them? The football team. It is the most obvious name, but also the least obvious name. And for that reason, I love it. It's so obscure. It's so odd. But it's kind of cool, and it's regardless, you have to say, it is much better than being racist. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There, there's a few reasons for me to root for the football team, mainly because um, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. They have Chase Young. They have Terry McLaurin. For the beginning of the year last year and half of the season, they had Dwayne Haskins. He's no longer part of that team. He's now joining the Pittsburgh Steelers. But uh, three of my favorite Buckeyes were a part of the Washington football team. So that's a reason um, – to root for the team. But honestly, I rooted for this team last year and, and I don't want to make it sound like I was watching every game and I was, I was making sure I tuned in every time they were on TV. I, I'm not a, a football team fan per se, but if they were playing the Niners or the Cardinals or the Giants or somebody I didn't really care about, you better believe I'm going to be cheering for the football team because it's just so unique and so odd. And the best part about it was, um, I'm not sure if they changed this uh, later on, but early on in the season, 
uh, when you're looking through channel options and, and they give you, you know, Titans versus Colts. And when they use the, the nickname instead of the team name, you know, you get, it would say giants at football team. And that is just hilarious to me. You know, and but, I love but, that. Aspect. But with that, can I say with that part that you're saying when it would, <laughs> it would list them as the football team as just a little funny. Uh, I saw people just start to change it to Washington. Yeah, eventually they did. annoying. I got annoyed mm-hmm. by it. I'm like, come on, boo, boo. They're the football team. Hail to the football team. Yeah, there's there's so many interesting things about the name football team and its usage. Um, but I do have to say I was disappointed by the football team's branding. Um, I think their logo is boring and uninspired. I think their jerseys are even more boring and even more uninspired. And I have to say, I think – you know, this team, obviously the name football team, that's as, as bland and as plain as you can get. But I feel like when it comes to the logo or the uniforms, they could have spiced it up a bit. And I do understand that, you know, they, they changed the name on a, a very short notice. Um, they didn't have a lot of time to get a whole new jersey design, get these jerseys into stores, get them onto the field. So they essentially just took the old jerseys and got rid of the logos and the names. Um, so fair enough. But, you know, especially my biggest gripe with the football team was their helmets. And, you know, some people might not have noticed this, but, you know, this, it, this really bothered me, the way their helmets looked. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to talk about this. It was, it was just – they just had the numbers on the side, and that makes sense. Plenty of teams do that, not in the NFL really. Um, but, you know, you look at Bama, you look at a lot of high school teams, they'll just put the numbers on the side of the helmets, uh, and it looks decent. But the problem with that, though, is on their red home jerseys, the number is in white – with yellow uh with yellow trim around it and on the helmet it was just a yellow number with no trim so the helmet number and the jersey number did not match and it just really was off-putting to me they also got rid of the stripe that went i was gonna say the stripe the center of the helmet i mean the stripe was the one little bit of personality or or, or something on these uniforms uh and they got rid of it so I, I get you know they're trying to sort of strip the team of all its uh past branding and all that but i don't know i i think i think it was a little excessive to get rid of the the stripe on the helmet and the fact that the numbers didn't match up, it, it just really, really upset me. I agree with you with that. The, the branding and the, the uniforms here, it all feels very bland and temporary. It does feel temporary, but it doesn't have to. And I think you're right about that. And that's a part of the reason I like watching a football team too. They don't have to play into any trope. They don't have to play into, oh, the Native American trope that they had for, for so long or, or anything like this. They don't have to comply to one you know, thing. They can just be Washington's football team. They can brand themselves as DC. They don't need to, to call themselves like, oh, we're the Washington Tigers here. Bam, tiger print. Boom. Check it out. They can be DC. They can be like their city. You know, maybe you throw in the Washington Monument or the Capitol Building or something, kind of like the Washington Capitals and, and the Nationals too. Uh, they all have, have kind of played to things like that, even in their names, but you know, even without having a name, you can just be Washington's football team and have DC imagery going along with that. I think that does the trick just fine. You are Washington's football team, so why not look like it, right? Yeah, um, and you know, another gripe. And I was talking about the jerseys. Um, I would have loved to see a, a little stripe on the on the sleeves or or something other than just plain. And really, the only aspect other than a plain red jersey is is the numbers. I kind of wish they had a little bit more. Uh, going on there but the logo is another complaint of mine and it looks like they tried to get a little bit of that dc imagery in um, with the letter w uh, where in the middle it was the 
Washington Monument, kind of similar to what the Washington Capitals did. It's just – that's tough to see. It, it is tough it's to see. It's really but, tough to see. Know, and I, I like the effort here. They tried to go with something similar to what the Washington Capitals did, and, and I think that this Washington Capitals logo is one of the best in North American sports. It's the W uh, that's also an eagle. And not only is it a W and an eagle, that's kind of a uh, you know double imagery in the logo. They also, if you look carefully um, – I don't really know what you would call the like legs or the arms of the W, but if you look in between really on the bottom of the logo, you can see the outline of the U S Capitol building. Um, so I like that DC imagery in there. Uh, the, the football team tried to do it with their little W. Eh. At least it seems like they tried to do it. No, they didn't. Not at all. No, they did not. It's just a triangle. When you said that, when you mentioned that, I was like, I don't think they did. No, that does not look like the Washington monument. Pull up the logo. That is a triangle. Washington Monument is not a straight. Oh, you know, maybe maybe I'm thinking of something else because I swore they had a logo, um, with with a, a separate, a differently shaped, you know, point there. No, those triangles do not look something the same. else. I, if you were to say I that apologies. looks like the Washington Monument, that would wrong. be a stretch. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does not. No, um, that is a mistake on my part. Uh, my apologies. I, there, there's this must be some kind of Mandela effect, or maybe I'm thinking of. Some sort of alternate logo. There's probably I, I a concept have, of some kind. Must have been a con- I don't know. Must have been a concept. Uh, my bad on that one. But, uh, you know, the W, just the regular W shape, with little points going out at the end, um, it's boring. It's uninspired. Um, and I wish, and again, they had a little time to come up with a logo and come up with something to replace their old mascot and logo with. Um, but I would have liked to see something unique. And I understand they don't have a mascot to go with. They're called the football team. But look over at England. You have teams, you know, you've got Arsenal. Their, their nickname is the Gunners. Their official name is Arsenal Football Club. Their logo has a cannon on it. So they have a logo. They have some sort of unique branding. You look at Brighton and Hove Albion. On their logo, they have a seagull. They're not called the seagulls. They're called Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club. They still have some imagery and some personality in the logo. Another great one, Brentford. They're called Brentford Football Club, but they have this really cool bee or hornet um, on, their, on their crest. And it's really nice. And I wish I would have seen the football team do something like this. And what I would have ideally, uh, my sort of ideal football team branding, um, that, I mean, it's, it's not going to happen. But what I would like to see them do in 2022 is keep the name Washington Football Team, but make their logo some sort of unique, interesting thing they're, you know, they have the whole hogs thing. I don't know what that official name is, but they have the fans who dress up with the pig noses and ears and all that. So, you know, they could have like a, a hog and I get a hog's not a great sports uh, animal or anything. But, but it's have, their thing. That is, is their, their thing. thing. That's their thing. And that's and I've why seen, I've seen worse sports logos than the potential, you know, fierce it, looking it hog. It doesn't even have to be the main thing. It can just be like a, an alternate thing. It can be, yeah. they can have, they can make that their mascot and still be Washington football team and then incorporate like the monument into a, a new W logo. And hey, I mean, look, uh, change, look at the... if, if you put, bring back the stripes to the helmet, change the numbers, maybe make a new logo and, you know, incorporate the hogs some, somehow into it. One thing I do like though about their branding is how often they use the 1932, the, the founding year of the team. I think that, that's pretty cool. Um, they, they just use that a lot in, in marketing and branding things. And it's in the stadium and stuff like that, like established 1932. I just think that's cool. But um, you do those things. I think this is a really, really, really good looking team and a great set of uniforms. And uh, that's just what they have to do in my mind. I think going with, with a new name, 
I don't think you need a third name in like five years. That just seems like it seems like overkill. I don't know. Uh, I think you roll with football team unless you you did some internal polling or something among fans and football team is just a super unpopular name. But from what I can tell, most Washington fans actually like it and kind of grew attached to it, especially for the biggest reason, the team was winning. The team won games this season. They won their division. They were better than the Eagles, better than the Cowboys, better than the Giants. And they hung with the Buccaneers better than anybody did the entire playoffs. Uh, So I think that's a thing. People really grew attached to this, this team Uh, and the players on it and by extension to the Washington football team. So I think changing it would be a bad idea. I think stick it out. I'm with it. I agree. And they're drawing national eyes. I mean, in the past, really the only people outside of Washington fans who were talking about Washington were those who were upset about their name. Now they're called (laughs) the football team. It's funny. It's unique. People have a reason to be thinking about them. It can be, it can be a funny and unique name, you know, just in a nutshell, but they really do have potential to have a great set of logos and uniforms. That's the thing. And right now they're just not fulfilling that potential. I think because they see this as a placeholder era and they're going to come up with a new logo, the red tails or the red wolves or the red foxes or uh, the, I don't know, the red legs, the red stockings, the Cincinnati reds, whatever. Uh, they're going to come up with some kind of name and this is all placeholder, but it doesn't have to be. And that's the disappointing part. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, you look at the Cleveland Browns, they're named after, you know, they're named after uh, the last name Brown um, or it, really their mascot is the color Brown. They have, you know, well, the Browns na- actually the dogs, the dog pound, that's what I'm saying is they, the Washington football team could do that with the hogs, the that's hog pound. They've got, their name <laughs> is the Browns. Their logo I is a it. plain helmet and you know, their uniforms. I think they look really nice, but you know, they're a little more on the plain side. Um, they haven't got a lot to work with. Their name is the Browns. All they've the Browns got is might as well be the, the Cleveland football team. They, they might, might as well, well be, be the Cleveland football team. Right. Yeah, Cause, cause the Browns isn't a sports name. No, you know, you don't go to the zoo and look at a Brown. Like you do a tiger or an eagle or whatever. You don't say, oh, look, they're the Browns. No. They might as well be called the Cleveland football team. Um, And they've managed – they've got the dog pound. They have their dog alternate logo. They have the elf logo, which, by the way, the elf logo is one of the worst logos I've ever seen, and I hate it. (laughs) But that is beside the point because they have still got a logo other than just their helmet. And, I mean, they can't change the helmet logo now. It's it's iconic. It's been the symbol of that team for years. Um, but they've created a logo and they've created a mascot. They have a physical elf mascot. And again, it's hideous. And they I do? hate it. Wait, it's... I didn't think they have a physical elf. I thought oh, the do. mascot was, a... I thought they had just had a dog. No, they've got an elf. Look it up. They've, they have an elf. Maybe, maybe this is another Mandela effect. Maybe I'm messing this up just like I did with the Washington. I, I don't, I've never seen this. But I'm pretty damn sure they've got a, uh, they've got an elf logo. Uh, regardless, or, I mean, they've got an elf mascot. I, uh, I don't think that's true. I do not see one. They definitely do. I'm looking no, right they now. do not. I, I actually seen, wait. Yes, they, they do. do. Found they do. it. I found it. Found it. Found it. Right now, they have one. It didn't show up in my first Google search, but then it's I. It's hideous. Yeah, it's hideous. Apparently, the Browns. All right, according to this article, the Browns are phasing Brownie the Elf out, though. 
Um, you know, like I said, it's a horrible logo, but the fact that it exists, I don't know. I kind of don't. Or wait, no, that. never mind. This was an April Fool's joke in 2018. Brown of the Elves going nowhere, Reed. That is awesome. <laughs> See, like I said, bad logo, but it still shows you can develop a team identity in a team logo other than just a letter to represent a team whose nickname is the Browns or the football team or nothing. So I want to see them keep the football team name. Um, I would love to see them develop some sort of logo, maybe like a circular logo, um, kind of similar to a soccer uh, crest with like a, some sort of pig imagery or maybe some monument imagery, something like that that says Washington football team like on the outsides of it or something like that. Um, and maybe make the, the hog logo be a secondary or a tertiary mark. Um, but I want to see this team develop some sort of identity under football team. I, again, it's unique. It draws eyes to them. People are thinking about Washington now because I guarantee you if they become the Red Wolves or the Red Hawks or whatever, you know, you're, you might have a, a, couple, a few more of those, uh, you know, MAGA hat wearing people in your comment section. We want the old name back. But no one's really going to be talking about them. No one's going to be thinking about them. You become the Red Hawks two years down the road. Unless they've built some sort of dynasty and you know around Chase Young and I can't see whatever a team quarterback named the, the Red team. Hawks or the Red Wolves winning games. I'm sorry, that just does not sound like an NFL team. That that yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like a college name. It sounds like a, it sounds like Miami of Ohio. Well, it's because like, it's the same name. Because but... it is Miami of Ohio. Yeah. But it sounds it, again. It sounds like a, it really does sound like a Mac school. Like even beyond, if that wasn't Miami of Ohio's name, I would say. If you're called the Red Hawks, you sound like you're in the MAC. You don't sound like you're. I in mean, the NFL. to be fair, to be fair, I think anything can be an NFL. I mean, like Buccaneers, for example, that sounds like a team in eh. Conference USA or the Sun Belt. I don't know, me. but the fact that like and they just want to see Red Wolves is or Red whatever. That's true. Would be two words with an adjective. It mm-hmm. does, just doesn't really fit in in the NFL. Yeah. Football team. I just don't see a team like that. That seems so amateur. It doesn't seem like an NFL team. I don't see them winning games. I know that's a weird thing to say like, oh, but they would win just as many games as for the football team or the Red Wolves or the redacted team name that is racist that I'm not going to say. Uh, but but would they? I, f- I feel like being the football team, that seems like the winningest name of the bunch. I mean, we saw when they were the old name for the last however many years. I mean, they were seven years. and nine. I mean, that's not a great record. They were but terrible. Goodness, that's a huge improvement. They, yeah, they, they, went, they went from basement dwellers to division champs. They were the second worst team in the league in 2019. Then they won their division. There's somebody who rallied behind. But they, they still made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, and, and historically, let's, let's be clear this about is, this playoff run. If, if, um, if Alex Smith had been healthy, I generally think the Buccaneers would have been out of the playoffs round one. Washington, I don't think so. No, Taylor Heineke played really well that game. Still, I don't know. I, I think Alex a healthy Smith Washington football team wins no, the game. No, Alex Smith wasn't very good. But what Washington is going to do this year is draft a quarterback. And then who knows what you got. <laughs> you get but, Zach Wilson on that team. I'm a big I don't know if they're going to be picking Zach Wilson. I don't think they're going to pick high enough. But Mac uh, Jones? They could trade. I don't know. Mac Jones? Who knows? Um, I don't see a lot of pro potential Mac Jones. But we're not talking about That's neither here nor there. Houses, yeah. uh, with the football team, though, they truly do have a chance to be a, a pretty good team going forward. The 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 old name that I almost said that I'm not going to say. Uh, they were bad. Obviously, historically, very successful team. They've won a lot of Super Bowls, uh, and NFL championships and and the like. But they were pretty terrible for the last like 20 years. Pretty much the entire Dan Snyder era. They've been awful. 
since they moved to FedEx Field, except for a couple of years here and there. Kirk Cousins won the division once. Robert Griffin III took him to the playoffs in his rookie year. But beyond that, they've been pretty terrible. So I think with football team, you have a fresh start. You have a chance to build something new. You have a chance to make some new fans and revitalize old fans. You're not the same losing team that you've seen for the last 20 years. This is the new Washington football team, and we're here to win games. Yeah, and I think one perspective we haven't really considered that would be in favor of let, let's call them let's call them the Red Tails, or you know let's call them the Red Wolves for the example, or for, for the sake of this example. Um, if they were to continue to go by football team, and that's their permanent name for the next thirty years or whatever, there would still be a lot of people who call them the old name, and that's obviously not what they want. Whereas if they change to Red Wolves, which is a more kind of regular name, I guess, um, then eventually there's still going to be the seven people who say, "Oh, they're they're always that name to me." Well you know, after decades of being called the Red Wolves and saying, you know, let's go Red Wolves or I don't know what their chain is, but whatever, hail to the Red Wolves. <laughs> after a certain amount of time, that kind of starts to set in. And there's, there's not really much of this more uh, desire to call them the old team. Whereas if you call them football team forever, years down the road, there's still going to be people who look at them as the old name and as the old team. And they want to refer to them that, and, you know, in their household, that's what they call them. So I think what they want to do is, is completely get rid of or they don't want to get rid of, you know, their past. They don't want to like erase history. Um, but they do want to get rid of people to this day calling them that. So I see I the other perspective of... here. I see the other perspective here. I think that having a new name that's read something just invites more people to, to accidentally or purposely call them the red S K I N S because well, you know, it's jogging your brain. Like, I, it would probably – I can call them the football team. That's just fine. That is apples and oranges with the old name. But having red tails and red S-K-I-N-S, that, that just, to me, I would, I would slip into that, I think. I, I would accidentally slip into well, it probably. I, mean, I, was, I, I remember I was watching – If the, that's what you're trying to avoid, then I think that you should probably just not do it. Well, and, I don't know about know, that. This was also year one of football team. So people are definitely still going to accidentally call them the old name. That's going to take a while. You know, people called the Hornets the Bobcats and uh, the Pelicans, the Hornets, whatever, when, when they change names. That's going to happen no matter what. But I, I think football team is the one they stick it out with. And I agree. And I'm still pro football team. But I'm saying I think that is one pers- pers- perspective, excuse me, uh, that we ought to consider. Um, but unless we have any more thoughts on the really failure of the team's branding in terms of uniforms, logos, or how we want to see them uh, stay with that name, I think we should brainstorm some names or really, maybe not brainstorm because a lot of them have been thrown out there, but kind of advocate for one or two names we think they should go with because it is clear they're going to pick a new name. Uh, So what are we thinking? What name do we want them to become permanently? You know, all all the attention is going to just red something. Red as an adjective, something else. Tails, hawks wolves whatever that's what most people think it's going to be personally i would stick with football team but if you're not going to stick with football team i would just go i would just go 100 washington hogs i would go washington hogs that's what the fans call them anyway that that's their nickname you know like the dogs for the browns i would go washington hogs i think it's a cool name i can make some cool branding around it completely breaks you away from the old word, but does not break you away from the old identity of the team. 
So it keeps the identity intact, but breaks away from all the racism. So that's the name I would go, Washington Hogs. Yeah, and I like Hogs, but I, I kind of like Hogs more of a, a, as a colloquial name and less of an official name. Like, for example, this isn't the best example. I can't come up with one right off the top of my head. Um, but the Toronto Maple – oh, here's a good one. The Montreal Canadiens. Their official name is the Canadiens. Um, their fans call them the Habs. Habs does not – it's not, like, short for Canadians or something. Um, but they're called the Habs. And that's kind of like – I think Hogs would fit in as a, as a nickname for – the official football team and it is but if you have a team called the red wolves calling them the hogs makes absolutely no sense yeah that's what i'm saying and obviously which is why i think having another animal name or tails or, or whatever you want to call them no i th- i think that completely disrespects the history of the team i think you can be respectful to the history of the team and the passion of the fans while also completely breaking away from any racist connotations of the old word. I think that's what you should do if you want to keep fans happy. That's what I would do at least. Yeah. And you know, I think I kind of have mixed emotions on the whole red noun thing Um, because on one hand, you know, it it sounds like the old name and and it's, it's, you know, it's not like they're going to be doing a complete rebrand where they get all new colors and, you know, it still seems like the same team to the fans. It's something they recognize. They say, Oh, there's the team that wears, Maroon and yellow. That's my team. Um, so I like red then noun. Uh, I think red tails is a good name and it's, it's probably the most popular among choices. Uh, red Hawks, red wolves, probably two good run, runners up there. Uh, but one that I like a lot, which seems kind of odd, but I'll explain why I like it in a second. The Washington monuments monument, not really a sports name. Like I said, you don't go to the zoo and say, look, they're the monuments. Uh, or I guess maybe you would if, if you go to Washington, D.C. Zoo. But uh, Washington Monuments, first of all, the name, the Washington Monument, it's already, we've, we've heard it a million times in our lives. It's something we're familiar with. Uh, it's something we know. Um, so it kind of rolls off the tongue well. Um, it's uniquely Washington. You know, a red hawk or a red wolf or red wolf, excuse me, you know, whatever, that can be anywhere. You don't see the Washington Monument when you go to New Mexico or something. So... It's uniquely Washington. Um, it's recognizable. Um, I think they could do some sort of cool secondary logo with a W and M, although I guess it would, might look like the waste management logo. But, you know, W and M, they're just each other flipped upside down. So I think they could come up with some kind of nice logo there um, as sort of a secondary or tertiary mark. Um, I think they could have some good word marks with that. Um, I think Washington Monuments is the way to go. And I think with Washington Monuments, you can do one of two things. Keep the old color scheme, and I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to switch to red, white, and blue. Uh, I think they're going to keep that uh, dark red, maroon, burgundy, whatever you want to call it, um, and yellow as their two colors. Um, I think it's universally agreed upon that they're going to keep things like the color scheme, the general style of the uniforms, yeah, stuff like that. They are going to be the maroon and gold team from D.C. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I, like, I like monuments a lot, um, and – you know, one thing I think, it, I think monuments would be a little better if the stadium wasn't, um, you know, a f- pretty far away from the city of DC itself. If it was actually in DC or right next to DC, I'd like it more, but uh, you know, FedEx field is a good ways away from the actual uh, city limits of Washington, DC. So I kind of hate that, but I think it fits well. I, I think it goes along well with capitals and, um, and nationals um and it, it's not really 
you know, I wouldn't want them to change the name to something like the Ottawa Senators. I wouldn't want them to be the, the Senators or the representative. I mean, representatives. Is well, the Senators was their old baseball team. Yeah. I wouldn't want them. I mean, it's possible they could become the Washington Senators because, I mean, you look at the Arizona Cardinals were a baseball team. <laughs> the Washington Ted Cruises. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't want them to be like the bureaucrats or something. Uh, the Ted Cruises will strike fear into your opponents, though. You talk true. about that as a motive for a team name. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I like monuments. Uh, it, it plays into the too. whole – it plays into the whole D.C. Um, theme without really praising politicians or anything or really getting political. It's just saying, you know, this is a landmark in D.C. Civic pride. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it works well with them. Um, I think it matches well with uh, capitals and nationals. And one thing I'm curious about, um, we, you know, I think they should keep their current color scheme. And it, it's kind of, like you said, it's kind of agreed upon the wood. But what are your thoughts on potentially them going red, white, and blue to match with the Wizards, uh, the Nationals, the Capitals? Because the Wizards, for a, a decent period of time, um, they had this weird sort of gold and blue, gold, blue, and black color scheme, which I really was not a fan of. It's Michael uh, Jordan. And, and then they, they went back to the old yeah, they switched back colors. To red, white, and blue. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts of them potentially matching? Because I do love when cities match in colors. Uh, what are your thoughts on them going red, white, and blue? Yes, but no, th this is their thing. Historically, that's what they wear. I don't think you want to break away from the history of this team too much. Really, I think just break away from the racism. That's it. Um, because the old name was very much racist and insensitive. So I think you break away from that, but you keep stuff like the colors. And that's why I like the Hogs name, because I feel like it still is respectful of the team's history. But another thing you did talk about is you talked about how this team uh, – is not in D.C. and is actually not very close to D.C. in Landover, Maryland. Uh, D.C. traffic makes that very far away because D.C. traffic sucks. But um, there have been rumors that the team is going to, like, leave FedEx Field and get a new stadium in the city limits, maybe tear down RFK Stadium and build something new because I don't know if you know much about FedEx Field and to the listeners, I know too. it's horrible. That's, that's a high FedEx Field it. is one of the worst stadiums in the NFL it, when it was built, it, it seated like 90,000 people and they just can't fill it because it's so far away. Kind of like Levi's stadium in Santa Clara. It's so far away. So people can't go because the population center is not in Landover. It's in DC. Um, and with that, it's like, they've been slowly making the stadium smaller and taking away seats. And it's an ugly mess now. And now there's all these green and orange and purple FedEx barriers at the top where there used to be seats, kind of like the Oakland Coliseum, but, uh, you know, without the tarps. Uh, it, it's really just an ugly, ugly stadium, a terrible stadium. Nobody likes it. It's in the middle of nowhere. I could see them leaving and building a new stadium at the site of RFK Stadium, which is actually still up, uh, believe it or not, RFK Stadium, even though it hasn't hosted a game since I think like 2017. It is still up. It, it hosted D.C. United then. RFK Stadium has not been torn down. So that would be a site right there for a stadium if, if they could get the District of Columbia to tear down RFK, build a new stadium for the football team or whatever their name is going to be. Maybe build it as a dome. That way they can attract events like the Final Four. I don't know. But I think it's interesting and it's something they could consider because the other three D.C. teams are all located within the city limits of D.C., the Wizards, the Capitals, and the Nationals. So I think moving the WFT to D.C. could be a step in not just, you know, making the team 
have better attendance, but also revitalizing the fan base after decades of, you know, being away from the city and feeling, you know, kind of burnt by Dan Snyder, who has been one of the worst owners in sports and having a new name, I think is a part of that process of becoming a new team and revitalizing and rekindling its relationship with the city. Yeah. And it's kind of puzzling to me why they decided to move out of the city limits to land over Maryland. Um, you know, I, I kind of hate uh, when probably stadiums... way cheaper. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just, I hate when stadiums um, are not inside the city limits and I do understand uh, that. Yeah. Land, especially land the size of a stadium inside a metropolis is expensive. Uh, especially in D.C., one of the yeah. most expensive places to live in the country. But I don't know. I mean, you're an NFL franchise. It's just – and if you're going to move outside of the city, like Landover, really? Um, it's, it's just horrible. And, I mean, even events outside of – even events where you're getting people to come into the country or getting to come into your area. I remember there was um, Arsenal versus Real Madrid two of the biggest uh, football clubs in the world, they played at FedEx Stadium or FedEx Field, uh, and pretty much nobody was there because it's a dump of a stadium that's far away from the city. Uh, it's really in the middle of nowhere. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. They should move back into the city limits, and you're going to think I'm crazy here uh, with this proposal. Um, but I think your idea of uh, moving back into the RFK Stadium area, potentially tearing that stadium down, building a new one, um, I think if they were to do that, I don't know how long a stadium would take, but let's say it takes two years or whatever to build a new one. Um, I would say for the first of those two years, um, have them play in Landover still. Um, and then for the second one, right as they're about to move back into the RFK area, area, I don't know if they would still call it RFK Stadium, or they'd probably give it some sort of uh, new name or FedEx Stadium or FedEx Park or, or some sort of something like that. Um, but in the year before uh, they're, they're playing their games permanently at RFK, I, sh- I think they should play at Audi Field, the home of D.C. United, where the D.C. Defenders played. Because it's not like the football team ever got great attendance uh, out in Landover anyway. And if you want to sort of build up, I mean, it's not like they were getting tons of money off of ticket sales. Uh, they, they weren't gaining a lot of revenue that way. Um, if you want to build – um, some passion around your team and really get them wanting to come back and, and watch the football team, put them in the city limits, put them in a small stadium uh, where it's going to be filled every single game. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be loud. You're going to be close to the field. Uh, there's going to be an exciting environment. I don't really see any cons here. I mean, obviously I, there is a con, obviously it's not a very big stadium, um, but I think it could work. I want to see it happen. Put the football team back in DC. It would kind of be like the, uh, Chargers playing at the LA Galaxy Stadium for those years. And they, the, the, the Washington football team in recent years, even though historically they have a great fan base, has dealt with opposing teams taking over their stadium. That's just been a thing. The Eagles and the Cowboys have taken over their stadium. D.C. is a city of transplants, of course, but they've always had a strong following of their local teams. They, they've just had to deal with a lot of away fans. So I think moving it back into the city, that'll get the, the true fans, the locals, more interested. I agree with you there. And even just for a season, I think it would be a great thing. But, but FedEx Field, no matter what it hosts, it feels like it's always empty. Remember that Maryland versus Texas game a couple of years ago? People forget Maryland did beat Texas twice. But uh, 
it, it's always empty, even for, for great games. Like, I feel like this year's game, the Buccaneers and football team, maybe there would have been some people there just because it's Brady, but I don't and know. It's a playoff game. It's a playoff game and it's Brady. So, you know, whether it would have, I think you would have been drawing from three different fan bases. You would have been drawn from Washington fans, from Tampa Bay fans, and from Patriots fans. So, uh, I think you would have had a big crowd for that one, though. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about the idea of playing in a soccer stadium. Well, first of all, uh, the Dignity Health Sports Park, where LA Galaxy plays their home games, where the Chargers play their home games for two seasons, that's not in Los Angeles. That's in Carson, California, and that's the difference between Audi Field um, and actually, I'm going to look this up to make sure I'm completely right about this because I do believe Audi Field is, is within city limits. Yeah, it is. In, Audi Field is in Washington. Um, so Audi Field is actually in the city. Um, it, it's, it's close by. So I do agree you'd get the more uh, local population. And it's a really nice stadium. Obviously, like I said, not huge. Um, but from everything I've seen and heard, um, it's, it's a great place to watch a sporting event. So, you know, playing there and even just for one season, I mean, you look at – this is nothing new to the NFL. The Chargers just did it a couple of years ago. Tennessee Titans, uh, two decades ago, back when they were the Tennessee Oilers, they played a season or two at Vanderbilt Stadium, which is a pretty tiny stadium. The Rams um, just did it at uh, the Coliseum. Well, the Coliseum's, Coliseum's enormous. So that's, that's kind of a different yeah, story. Yeah, different story, but, but, still, still a temp, but still a temporary site. Yeah, they, they played a temporary site. In- How about the Vikings at the University of Minnesota? I guess, but I mean, again – my point though is not playing at temporary sites because the Minnesota. Oh, State okay, State, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All gotcha. temporary sites because Vanderbilt okay. Stadium—that's a small stadium. That is not not one of the greatest places in the world to watch a sporting event. Uh, but an NFL team played there. I forget if it was the, if they were there for two years or for one. But regardless, uh, Tennessee Titans also played the Liberty Bowl. They did, and it was horrible. Nobody ever went to it. Uh, and that's why they decided to move to Nashville early and, and start playing their games uh, at Vanderbilt. That's kind of a weird move. Um, that, you know, they, they became the Titans in 99. It was their first season in, in 99, but the team had been in Nashville uh, and been in Tennessee for a while. Uh, that's beside the point, though. The NFL has played games in temporary small stadiums. They've done it before. Uh, no reason to not do it again here at Audi Field. Um, I want the Washington Monuments to play a season there. But, yeah, you know, we, we, we've gotten we – got, we got the Hogs. We got the Monuments. Any other names you suggest that the, the football team go with? Back to our sort of debate about their new nickname. Not that I can think of, but I think they should stick it out with football team. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think even if they were to become the Washington Monuments, um, I mean, there's nothing really – you can't really call them the moms or the the mints or whatever. Um, go mints. something short <laughs> there. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I don't think you're going to be saying, let's go mints. Uh, so you could work in hogs into your branding for the Washington Monuments. You have your main logo, which is monument-themed, and maybe it has the letter W in it or something like that. And you have a sort of Cleveland Browns elf-style hog secondary logo or tertiary logo. <laughs> I think that could really work, and, and I think it could be a good nickname, sort of like the Canadians and the Habs. Or this isn't as good of an example of the Maple Leafs and the Leafs. Um, you know, you have your sort of colloquial name and your official name. I love Washington Monuments as a name, and I think you could get some cool logos out of that. Um, you could work in um, the the W and the monument, which I still can't believe I messed. I swear they did that uh, in this year's logo. Maybe I'm just going crazy. Okay. Um, Leaf, by the way, Leafs is as much of a colloquial name as calling the old team the Skins. That's true. That's true. That's nothing. Yeah. Come on. That's true. But yeah, that's Canadians, a that's a that's an Habs. abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. Canadians and Habs, two completely different things. They work well. I think monuments and hogs 
could be the same deal. Um, I think Monument Hogs are great. And like you said, uh, the whole the whole Red Wolves, Red Hawks, that's the easy move. But honestly, I think the fact they haven't chosen a new name already and they're pushing it back to 2022 kind of tells me they're not going with Red Hawks or Red Wolves or whatever. Because if it's that simple of a name change, I think they would have done it already. So maybe they have something up their sleeve like the Hogs or the Monuments or maybe something even more creative uh, and cool that we hadn't even thought of. Um, I mean, I, I am going to be disappointed, I, I will say, if I, if I open up Twitter and see uh, introducing the Washington Red Tails or the Washington uh, Red Wolves. I will be disappointed, um, but it's kind of what I'm expecting, and I think that's what kind of the entire football community or the NFL community, uh, really just uniform watchers or whatever in general, I think that's what they're kind of expecting. They're expecting a, a name, maybe a few changes on the sleeve designs or whatever, um, but a, a pretty similar name in, in the same color scheme, but with a wolf or whatever it is uh, as your main logo. We want something more unique. We want the hogs or the monuments. Um, that's what we want to see. So Washington, please listen to this podcast. Um, I know there's no way any football team representatives can be listening to this, um, but who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe there'll be some sort of miracle and they will. Hear Mr. It. Snyder, I know you're listening, please. If you're a Washington football fan, first of all, share this with other Washington football team fans. Uh, you know, maybe this, maybe this can get some traction. Bring the monuments back to D.C. First of all, well, first of all, we got to make them the monuments first, then bring them back to D.C. This is a two-step process and really involves uh, Dan Snyder forking over the money for a stadium because, you know, publicly funded stadiums are awful always. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully they go back to D.C. and the taxpayers of D.C. don't have to pay for it. And, you know, you talk about Dan Snyder. Um, he, he in the past had said he would never change uh, Washington's name, and now it's different. So he'd been kind of known as a, as a stubborn owner. And he probably He's a stubborn, stubborn owner, and he changed it because he knew it would affect the bottom line. Yep. Um, you know, and, and he's been known as a stubborn guy and not one of the best NFL owners. Um, and I would expect him to be stubborn on anything. And, and if they do go back to D.C., it'd probably be coming out of the pockets of D.C. taxpayers. It but would, knows? and he, he would love to be less stubborn for all that. Maybe he'll do it. Maybe uh, I don't know if he became less stubborn. I think he became less stubborn because he realized the financial impact of it because he knew sure. that, you know, after all the events and the anti-racism we've seen over the last year that nobody would expect or support, not expect what, nobody would support a team with that name. People were legitimately – this time, I I mean, for years, people have been saying that this team name was not okay. I think for the first time, there was like a legitimate full push towards it. It wasn't just a small minority of people saying it. And, you know, a lot of people thinking, yeah, that's not a good name. They shouldn't have that. It was people legitimately demanding action. And there you go. Yeah, they got that action they were looking for. Um, they're now the football team. Um, and like we said, technically – in 2022, they could decide football team is their official name. Maybe they're pushing it back to see how, after two seasons of football team, how much they like it and if they want to keep it. That is my goal, that they stay the football team and colloquial, colloquially excuse me, become the Hogs. Um, but if not, let's go Washington Monuments. Let's go Mints. Um, that's how I got today, Patrick. You got any more words about the football team or the, you know, the Washington situation or anything you got to say? That's it for me. All right, well, make sure uh, to listen to the other RJM episodes. Be on the lookout. More RJM podcast episodes are on the way. Um, hopefully, like I said, some MLS content, um, potentially some more, potentially some MLB content if we see some new uniform releases as we head into that new season. 
Um, we've got more stuff coming up, and we got the jersey swap with Patrick Feltz. Um, I, I kind of do this every time Patrick's on the episode, but make sure you check out the first and 10. Uh, that is our show. We talk about Big Ten football together. If you're uh, into college football, especially Big Ten football, check it out. We just had an interview with four-star defensive lineman out of Brebuff Jesuit in Indianapolis. His name is Joe Strickland. He's looking at a, at a variety of Big Ten schools as well as a couple outside of the Big Ten. Uh, we had a good conversation with him. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's a good episode. You should check it out. Uh, it's, it's pretty decent in length. Um, yeah, definitely a listen if you're a fan of Penn State, Michigan, Indiana, Purdue, Nebraska, any of those schools because he might go there. Yeah, and I would say he's, he's definitely – I would say the schools he's looking at the most got to be Penn State, Indiana, and Michigan. So especially if you're a fan of one of those teams and want to check out a potential recruit, go listen to that. But listen to really all of First and Ten content. I think we, we run a great show there. Um, check us out. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at First and One G. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. RJM Visuals is my Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, go ahead and do that. Read Murray 9 uh, Patrick, anything you want to plug yourself? Follow me on Twitter at Patrick J. Feltz on Instagram at Patrick Feltz. You can follow RJM visuals on Instagram, of course, as well as first and one G Instagram and Twitter. Reed, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for coming to my show for Patrick Feltz. I'm Reed Murray. This has been another episode of the RJM podcast.